Welcome to ADHD Crash Course, a podcast for those of us who feel we have a lot to learn about ADHD, and that includes me. I've been at this for a while, and I am still learning new things. My name is Danae Cannon, and I'm your host. I'm an occupational therapist, a certified coach, a mom of more than one child with ADHD, and I have ADHD. So welcome to the Crash Course, and let's jump in. Welcome to ADHD Crash Course. Today we're going to talk about why it's so difficult for us to come up with goals. So a lot of times when I start working with someone and we're talking about their goals, the changes they want to make in their lives, I'll often ask someone, let's say they say, I want to be successful in my business. My next question is almost always, awesome, what does that look like? This is a super important question because a lot of us have this underlying constant buzz of needing to get better in our brains. And we have this constant sense of like deficiency, but we don't even know what sufficiency is. We don't even know where the end is. We just know we have this kind of feeling that we're not measuring up. So the first step to moving forward in an area is defining what forward is. And this is where coaching is very different than the work that I did as an occupational therapist because I don't come with a measure of my own. My client's measure is the measure. So being successful in your business could mean a myriad of things. It could mean I want to retire early. I want to contribute to my field. I want to be an expert. I want to get a pay raise. I want to start a nonprofit organization. I want to do so well that I can cut down my hours and have more of a work-life balance. That is totally personal. It needs to be defined by each individual person. There is no universal success at work. There is no universal better parenting. This is something that is a huge part of goal-making is defining what it means to you. So sometimes it's hard for us to define this. And there's some good reasons why. It turns out that as not just as ADHDers, but as people with human brains, we are really bad at picturing the future. We are really bad at picturing our future selves. They did a study where they were looking at brain activity when people were imagining, visualizing themselves in 15 years. And it was really wild because the brain activity was similar to the activity of when you were imagining a complete stranger. There's different activity that happens when you imagine yourself, when you're thinking about yourself versus a complete stranger, right? That makes sense. It would tie into just our survival instincts. And so when people were thinking about themselves way in the future, they had a real disconnect to that future self. And obviously that would impact coming up with a goal for this unknown person, coming up with a destination for this unknown person when you really don't feel connected to them. But there's ways that you can improve this. There's ways that you can become better at imagining your future self, that you can become more connected to your future self. And some of it's just practice, imagining what it is that your future is going to look like. Imagine what it is that you're wanting your life to look like in 10 years and 15 years. That's kind of the essence of making goals for yourself. So moving on, we're going to talk about some specifically ADHD things that make coming up with goals challenging. 
If you have ADHD, you may very well have a present moment orientation. They say that ADHD perception of time is now and not now, meaning that we're not as motivated often by far out consequences, far out rewards. I remember when my kids were younger, two of my four kids have ADHD and so do I. And I would try to use all these sticker charts and these reward things. It it was the worst. We were horrible at it. I was horrible at it. It wasn't all that motivating to the kids. It was just not our jam. And so we had to find different ways to tap into motivation than these systems that relied on me to be super consistent and organized and observant and my kids to hold out for really far removed rewards was not going to work for us. So for adults as well, when you're talking about a really far out reward like yourself in a year or yourself in five years, it can be challenging. You might need to find some workarounds for the fact that that's not as inherently motivating for you as it would be for some other brains. A lot of my clients, myself included, are very visual. Things like a vision board that actually have pictures of changes you want to make, of what you want your life to look like because of these changes. Those can be really motivating and add a concrete element to this abstract idea of of next year or two years from now or five years from now and using that as a tool to imagine what their goals are going to achieve for them in the future. Okay, so far we've talked about what makes it difficult for us to come up with goals in the first place. The fact that we have a hard time imagining the future in ways that we can help support ourselves knowing that. Now we're going to assume that the goals are already established. We've figured out what matters to us. We've figured out what we want it to look like and what are our next steps. I'm going to use the example of I want to be a better parent. And I did some work and realized that that better parent goal was not a very fair goal. And so I needed something that was a little bit more achievable because, you know, on any given day, half of us don't feel like great parents. So I'm going to give myself something that's much more measurable, much more inspiring. I'm going to say I want to spend more quality time with all four of my kiddos. And so what's next? Well, of course, I need to figure out what more would mean to me. And for me, I'm going to define that as I want, I have four kids, so I want to spend some time with a different child each week. I want to spend 30 minutes with a single kiddo each week. And in the month, I will have spent more time with all four of them. Now, if you're like me, you're going to look at this and you're going to say, oh, that's not enough. That's like 30 minutes in the whole month. That's not enough. And those poor kids and yada, yada. Listen, if you want to make a change that is actually going to be a change, it's going to happen. You have to start small. You got to rein that stuff in. The kids are going to be okay. They don't even really want to spend that much time with me. It's fine because nothing is going to assure your failure in moving towards your goals more than starting with something that is too tough. Start with something you know you can do and then build on it. If I say to myself, I want to spend more quality time with my kids, and that means every week I'm going to have a whole day outing, that's going to be really complicated to do for me with my schedule, with my kids' schedule. I'm just going to feel discouraged and I'm going to abandon the whole thing and I will spend even less time with my kids than I intend to. So I'm going to make this achievable, which is 30 minutes with each kid. 
each week. The next part is so important and this ties back into our future orientation. This is so hard for most of us. But the next step is after I have my small step I'm taking this week, then I need to picture the future, picture what is likely to get in my way. All right. My oldest is 16. She's crazy busy. Her schedule is likely to get in my way. So if I want to be proactively planning for this, I'm going to say, all right, that's likely to be an obstacle. I am going to talk to her first, figure out her schedule, work that first week around her schedule so I know I have a time with her this month that that works out. Now, my next obstacle that I'm picturing as I'm thinking about my life, my family, my kids, is that I have a dog that is just this endless pool of need. I love her. If we're around, she wants to be in the mix and it can be kind of like having a toddler sometimes. So that may not even sound like that big of a deal, but if I don't want to get derailed, I need to make a plan for that potential obstacle. Maybe we need to make sure that she's in her little play space with something to do for that 30 minutes so I'm not having to run back and forth with her. Now I have four kids. I want to be intentional about spending time with each one of them. So it's probably a good idea when I think about the obstacle obstacle of everyone's needs happening at the same time to really communicate with everyone. Hey, I want to do this. I want to spend this time with you. So if I'm spending time with your brother, I'm not available to you for this 30 minutes. I will be available to you before those 30 minutes and after, but that's that child's time. Maybe that means I even need to go spend that time away from the house. But this is the process of saying, I have this small step that I want to take to move me towards my goal. And the next future practice is thinking about what's going to jam me up. And if you do this, you really increase the likelihood that you're going to be able to take that small step and then the next step and the next step. You're going to be able to snowball to move you towards what you want. Okay, guys, we're wrapping up today. We looked at why it's difficult to come up with goals. Also, why it's difficult for us to plan for obstacles, pitfalls that might get in the way of our goals and get in the way of us moving forward in our goals. And a lot of that has to do with our difficulty in imagining and picturing the future. It doesn't mean we're hopeless. We can know this about our brains and we can plan for it and we can work around this in order to get better at picturing what's next for us, get better at picturing what our ideal outcome is and improve our ability to plan for the things that might get in our way. And that really ups our chances of moving forward in the things that matter to us. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me please come visit me on my website, theadhdclaritycoach.com, on Instagram at the ADHD Clarity Coach, and on Facebook at Clarity Coaching. Visit me in any of those places. If this is helpful to you and you think it would be helpful to somebody else you know, pass it along, spread the word, because it will help me to be able to keep putting this content out there. So we'll see you next week, and thanks again for joining me.